Ahoy, welcome to a brand new episode of Baffled, it's your favourite fact podcast, back once again. My name is Dan, thank you for being there, we will bring you a range, an assortment, a smorgasbord of facts over the next little while. Uh, You just have to decide whether they are worth remembering or if they should be chucked in the bin. I have stuff with you about the sun's sound, uh, pricey poos or spenny s***, and another example of the Mandela effect. Connor is also here. Uh, We're going to talk about driving requirements in Finland, because I found it interesting. Um, A word that I like, and I think kind of sums Dan up, and how they used to take photos back in the day. And we're in the same month as Easter, which is good, because we now welcome our own Judas Iscariot. Mark heads for the last time. What have you got? Uh, Right then, final show. So I've gone for three types of facts that I love. Where Where a phrase comes from, a surprising stat. And just a fact that's just very me. Strap yourself in. It's a final Mark. Yeah. Thank you very much. If you thought you had heard about Mark and what he likes before, wait for it. Get ready for a podcast of spreadsheets. It's a brand new episode of Baffled. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So let's just start off by getting the elephant in the room out of the way. Mm. And I'm not talking about Mark's weight. Right. But Mark, this is your last show. This is. This is the final time I will ever be oh, here. Oh, you just said Mark's weight. <laughs> it come 15 seconds later. I love it. Wow. I love it. And the thing is, there is, is nothing. This, is this what we're dealing with today? Well, That's you know how quick your brain is. You know what's really, really good? Like, a little peep behind the scenes. You may or may not have known. But Mark kind of works on this podcast outside of hosting it as well. So we've always held yeah. back. Because I think there's a part of us that thinks, hmm, what would that contract look like? <laughs> He's f***ing it's true. So it's hell for leather here, isn't it, boys? But you have to remember, do we care? No. So here's... So I would safely say, having listened to you over the years, no, you do not. So here's what's going to happen. Um, wow. uh, yeah, we'll run through the podcast as normal. If this is your first time joining us, it might be a strange episode to welcome y- yourself in, but thank you very much. Uh, we're each going to share three facts each. You decide whether they are worth remembering or, or not. Um, when Mark goes... I think Connor and I are going to rumble on for a little while and yeah. search to find your replacement. Who he's going Good to luck. be. I ju- By the way, quickly, before we move on, what was the elephant in the room other than Mark's way? Well, just him leaving. Oh, right. Um, yeah, so but I think the podcast is going to enter a new chapter and a better chapter. So stick around for that. Yeah, so I, when I say rumble on, I mean just get miles better. So Yeah, no more sort of traffic jam. No, noisy roads. Noisy road related <laughs> Everyone facts. Everyone has a road fact. Come on. 
Anyway, stick around. We've got some fantastic uh, facts on the way for you in this podcast and loads more still to come. Mark, as this is your last show, I think what we'll do is you're going to have the very last fact of the podcast. So, Connor, take it away with your first fact of the show. Okay, let's start with the first fact. There is actually a word for someone giving an opinion on something they know nothing about. And no, it's not Dan. An ultra crepidarian is someone who voices thoughts beyond their expertise. It's It's a Dan. No, it's really annoying, right? Because I don't like it when people do this, but I can feel it when I'm doing it myself. You do do it. And I only do it when I'm in too deep. But you know the problem is? You've got me at line and sinker. Because I am not really that knowledgeable, don't have loads of common sense, you apply this to me all the time and I'm like, Here's the thing. I don't think I do it much on this podcast, strangely. I think normally when I'm chipping up, it's actually what I slightly know about. It's when I'm outside, when I'm with slightly smarter people, no offence to you, but when I'm with slightly smarter people. That's an offensive to Mark. Sometimes I feel like I've I've been pushed into the deep end and the only way to get... You're still trying to impress them. ...is to thrash my way out. It's not even impressive. It's just prove... It's impress myself. It's like to prove to myself that... It comes from some deeply My, uh, held, I think... Well, we, ha- we had this the other week, didn't we? Of the Spanish word that basically translates to brother-in-lawism, where you just say something and pretend you know everything when really you know nothing. So it's clearly very similar. My dad is a uh, ultra-crepidarian, 100%. Like, yeah. obviously, with what I, we do for work and, and the presenting stuff, my dad, he, for somebody who is a bricklayer, he has an awful lot of knowledge on the radio about world. About oh, everything. Yeah. But do you know what I love about it? Is it's the system of radio as well yeah. and podcasting. It's not about like what I do and, and what's coming out. I'm like, it's like, oh yeah, so like, probably behind the scenes, this will probably be their mindset. It's like, <laughs> so you know about that then, do you, in your bricklaying days? Yeah. Right, um, yeah. But um, the thing is, there is this like, what you've got to remember in this is that dads know everything. Yeah. Everything. 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 What's the name of it again? Ultra Crepidarian. Now, I bet your dad knew that. <laughs> yeah, he did. You go tell him that's yeah. night. He went, "Oh yeah, I know that. I know a few people like that." The yeah, mayor, the mayor of London, the mayor of London. If you, if you, if you don't know, is, is a guy called Sadiq Khan. Connor sometimes rallies against him, and you know he's he's brought up some controversial schemes to try and reduce air quality, to improve air quality in London. Anyway, I've got family who live all over the place who mm. get annoyed about Sadiq Khan. Really? Oh, bloody Sadiq Khan! Isn't it? The, yeah. the sooner the better. Yeah, no, why, why do you so have an I opinion? live in London and I barely know what <laughs> why, he does? Why do you have an opinion about him? Yeah. You know, you live in the arse end of Wales. Why does anyone care? Some like my cousins in America, the ones that live in Austin. You know, I, I, yeah, I don't I've, know if you mentioned them. Yeah, yeah. Um, they tend to do that a lot. They're like, "Why your government?" Well, it affects you, does it, in, in Texas? Yeah. I think also, if an American's having a go at your government, just be like, stay in your lane, mate. Yeah. Literally, in, you've literally stay got in a, man, your lane. a man that cannot walk on his own. Well, this, well, this well, again, we're not going to get too bogged down, not on Mark's last show. But we but we feel we feel it the same about America, don't we? We do indeed, yeah. We do. What are you doing there? Name it again. Ultra crepidarian. Specific definition. Um, it's actually a word for somebody giving an opinion on something they know nothing about. Apparently, somebody who voices thoughts beyond their expertise. Maybe we should change the name of Baffled once I've left. It's a good one. It's actually a good shout. Ultra Crepidarian. That'll be catchy on the old charts, won't it? Yeah, yeah. God, that'll fly right up, especially backed up with your facts for the last three years. It'll be a great listen. Right, first fact of the show for me. So, space is a vacuum, right? Space is a vacuum. Yeah. So there's no real by Dyson. There's no real air or anything of a muchness. We'll think, move on. We'll move on. I'm really happy that it's going to be the last time. <laughs> we'll move on. Yeah. 
going to go above and beyond. Space today. is a vacuum. Okay. Not much between planets or anything. Mm-hmm. So that means that sound can't really travel and, and uh, light does travel, but not as well. Uh, so if, if the sun, if you could hear the sun, but it wasn't blocked out by the, the vacuum, it would be as loud as a jackhammer all of the time on planet Earth. If the sun extinguished, if it suddenly went out, it would take eight minutes for the light from the sun to stop. It would take 13 years for the sound to stop because sound travels slower than light. Can you imagine that? No light, just the sound of a jackhammer nonstop for 13 years. I mean, you'd probably die because, you know, life on Earth would cease to exist. But can you imagine the pain? And it will, when you say stop, in terms of how far, how are they measuring when it would stop? Is that from the UK perspective or? Yeah, from, from the UK perspective, right, excuse me. Earth, right. So, so if the sun went out. We wouldn't know about it until eight minutes after. Yeah, it would take eight minutes for the last of the sun's rays to hit planet Earth. It would take 13 years for the sun's sound to stop here on planet Earth. And is there a sound that the sun produces that we're just used to? We can't really hear it because it can travel through space, I think, to a degree. It's just it, the vacuum blocks out mm-hmm. most of it. Wow. I don't really, and I know a lot about science, but I don't really know this. I don't like, know it's until... a wave, so it should be able to travel through the vacuum. So why doesn't sound travel as well? I do think there's a little question. sound in the air sometimes during summer seasons. Though. Apparently, if you, little... if you tune a radio to almost an unknown frequency, one that's not taken by a station, you get a... A white noise that's almost the sound of the sun, apparently, because it's just what's picked up on the antenna. There you go. Uh, sound is vibrating air. So because space is a vacuum, it has no air to vibrate, so therefore there is no sound. Right. Ah, that's, why so, no, that's why no one will hear you scream in space. That's like, that's, that sounds like fairly simple science, so I'm annoyed that I didn't have it. I, I do feel like... The sound is a wave as well, isn't it? Two of us should have got that. Connor, no, I... I'm just sitting here thinking that in the summer I can hear the sun, so... But you can't, but you can't though. No, I know, but I thought I, I just said that I think that I did. Maybe it's tinnitus. What sound... Are you sure not, not just the road work? Yeah, it could be. What sound do you imagine the sun would make? Sort of like a... One of them. Like a... like a Sort of like... Like, like a, a heart, snoring... A heart beating of heat. Like a snoring cartoon character. Yeah. Like a sloth. She's a little bit scary, Mabel. Mabel there. That, 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 that would be more terrifying. A high-pitched yeah. wheel. Yeah. Very sci-fi. About there. So if the vacuum of space didn't block sound from reaching us, the sun would be as loud as a jackhammer. What's a jackhammer one? Oh, right, yeah. Okay. One of them. Yeah, them ones. What they used to dig up the road would Which be... Which also as... as well really bugs me when they're doing that on the street and you're walking past. Definitely damages my eardrums, but that's for a different day. That's why they're wearing headphones. Yeah, well, I'm not, and I'm close. If the vacuum of space didn't block the sound from reaching us, the sun would be as loud as a jackhammer everywhere on Earth all the time. Sound travels slower than light, so if the sun went out, it would take eight minutes for the light to stop, but 13 years to stop the sound. Can you just settle down? Mark, to the last time, give us the first fact of the podcast. From you. The phrase, butter someone up, comes from ancient Indian beliefs that by... Throwing butter at statues of gods, they would get good fortune. Mm. That's a good fact. It's a good fact. 
Disappointingly so, really, isn't it? And in terms of how... Don't worry, they get worse. <laughs> I don't really use that term much, but butter someone up is to like... Is it impressing them for your it, own... It, it, it's to impress them with flattery, basically. Yeah, right. so if I want to borrow, you know, a tenner from you, I might butter you up beforehand. And is buttering Not- up related to you doing it for your own good? Yes. Right. So you would do it for... A, so quite often, like, mm, why are you buttering them up? It's because you, you want something. So as Dan said, if he wants to borrow a tenner off you, you he might be tenor? like, you know what, Connor? You look good today. That that cardigan does not look it rubbish nice at cardigan. all. It actually looks quite nice. Jesus, Connor's me. wearing a a kind of dark red, I want to say, brownie red <laughs> Lacoste cardigan. Hmm. It's got a, t- a tiny little nick in the right shoulder. Yeah, Like a pull. Depop. I knocked him off fiver for that. Did you? Yeah. A fiver for that? Fiver, yeah, I just said five is fine. £15, done. So I can't believe... That little nick cost him a fiver. Mark, are you upset that for the final time your fact once again has been completely disregarded and we're talking about my cardigan? So no, I, f- I feel like it's very, very of the podcast. How old is this phrase? We're going back to 1600 BC mm. for all of this to be happening about. So essentially, um, people would hurl balls of ghee, which is a um, a tasty... Like a lurpak. Uh, kind of. Um, at statues of their gods because... Ghee was a um, was this delicacy that they believed to. What, what are you shaking your head for? I ain't having it. <laughs> I ain't having a fact Why? from 1600 BC. So what's that? Just, Jill, I was just waiting for let's sh- on it for the sake. Of I ain't sh- having it. a fact from three and a half thousand years ago. And it and, is and in and an idiom mythology. An idiom. I'm not th- having that. We use an idiom because it was around three and a half thousand years ago. I'm saying this is when they started throwing butter of. Butter at their gods was sixteen hundred, and I'm days. I'm not debating. The phrase is coming around. I'm not sense. debating that they use that, that they did that. He, he here's what I think. Now. Here's he what I think. This, so you he's, can he's just, pissed. you know, you can just lose, you, you just believe now. It's fine if you would like to. It's fine. Here's where I think it comes from. I think it's come from wanting to to smooth someone over. I think it's come from lube. I, I think if I want to buy a, borrow a tenner from you, I might say oh, I just need to, you know, smooth Mark over for a bit. You know, that's a and phrase that we use. Up. I think that's where it comes from. I can understand where you've come, where you've got to that idea from, but it's actually from 1600 BC. So you didn't think of the 1600s and throwing goo at gods? You think of that? I, sh- I just, I look, I, I'm, I'm not debating at all that they did this or in the mythology but they did this. I don't think it links to it. I struggle to believe that we use an idiom today because it was once used in India three and a half thousand years ago. Oh, that's not an unacceptable thing to say. No, you're well. You're entitled to your opinion. You are. Might yeah. be wrong, but you're allowed to say it. And also, it's Mark's fact, so you was always going <laughs> to. No, I wasn't. Always. No, because always. No matter what I said, I said that the sky is blue. It doesn't matter. It's black. Mate. Please. Oh, it depends where you're looking at it from. What time of day? Well, I liked it because he started the fact as well. Um, well, with the response to the fact. Exactly. I quite like this. Let the record show that. But and it was ha- only. Yeah. I am a man of evidence and logic. When's it from? Three and a half thousand years ago. Mm, I'm not sure I'm buying I'm it. I'm not saying the phrase is from then. I'm saying that's when they started throwing butter at gods. Right. Oh, so they might be completely unrelated. <laughs> and it's not butter, it's ghee. It's a type of butter. Right. So did they, were they using it then? Yes. Yeah. Did they, so did basically they... it's a butter that exists in India because otherwise uh, it just melts in India because it's so hot. Um, so they basically heat it until the water evaporates and then it creates a different type of butter called ghee. And people back then were saying, I need to butter someone up. So they were then chucking it at gods to get favours from the gods because it was this glorious, wonderful thing. And from that, the phrase has been born, 
to butter someone up. That makes sense to me because they were throwing it at the gods to get favors. It all just links so much. Oh, I'm not. You are. I, I'm no. I'm not yeah, having. I'm, I'm not having a go that like the linking makes sense. What I'm saying is, when did they start using it? Like, if the first time anyone ever used the phrase butter someone up was 500 years ago, that's still 3,000 years after they happened. Do you think people 500 years, years ago were saying, oh, you know what? If you want to get a tenner from this guy, well, back 3,000 years ago in Egypt, they used to chuck butter at gods. No one's saying that. Well, yeah, one I'm saying that we've made a connection that's not there. I'm not debating that these things didn't happen. But the thing is, they still do this. This is still a very much a thing in Hindu belief and Hindu mythology. Oh, okay. So you well, still do it nowadays for marriages, funerals. Oh, right. Okay. Like All right. It just started in 1600 BC. Okay. Well, right. that, that makes more sense. Okay. Oh, these hard words. No, I think that was a perfectly fine debate. Good debate. Strong debate. When you leave, Baffled's going to become a proper debate show. It's going to be me and Connor with a chair in the middle. And then we'll debate every every week. Yeah. And we'll pretend you're there. So what we'll do is we'll be like, oh, Mark, first fact. And then we won't hear anything. We'll just be like, oh, <laughs> fact. <on it>, yeah. <laughs> that's so wrong. It'll be fine. Yeah, that's wrong. Don't even need to really hear what he said. Just know it's wrong. Connor, give us your second fact of the show. Uh, people <laughs> used to say prunes instead of cheese when getting their pictures taken. This was in the 1840s. A cheesy grin was seen as childish. So a London photographer told people to say prunes to keep their mouths tight. Now you know as well why a lot of old photos weren't very smiley. That's prunes. They would- and I've done a little bidding on this thinking, he said about a London photographer, obviously photography in the 1840s, not everybody had cameras and there wasn't loads of photographers. So this guy was like a pretty well-known photographer in London. A lot of the photos that were being done within that time was coming from him. Yeah. And he said, everyone say prunes. So let's say it. Prunes. You're not prunes. prunes. You're kind of pouting. Kind of yeah, pouting and yeah. most and people do pout today. Prunes. Yeah. Prunes. So and then it and then it turned into I I don't know when. But well, that, let, let's ask a question that I no doubt you have no clue of the answer. Well, do you know vaguely at what point why and why people started to say cheese? Yeah. It was when at, did smiling uh, become fashionable? It was uh, sort of you know 1992 um, that cheese was introduced. Do you know what's staggering about that, Mark? When he was thinking of a really old day, he, he went, thought no, of no, 1992. That's the year I was born. Recent times. Recent times. Yeah, so uh, prunes, which I think is where the pout started. Actually, 1940s. Oh, okay. do, do they know why? Uh, why did a smile become fashionable? People really happy that World War Two ended. Yeah. Started in 1940s, the Big Spring Herald, a local Texas newspaper printed an article that referenced the phrase in 1943. So they say. No one knows for certain who came up with it or why, but most believe the word itself obliges you to cheese. And everything link- links back to Texas. Everything, of course. I think I think that whoever does replace Mark, by the way, needs to also finish off my facts for me. Yeah, I think so. Well, if you only do half a job, someone's Just be swift on the Googling. Right, second fact of the show for me. How do you remember the Queen song We Are The Champions ending? Of the world. Yeah, boom. We are the champions. We are not time for losers because we are the champions. Dun, dun. Of the world. Doesn't have an of the world in it. A great Mandela effect, this.
of the world. Yeah, but there's got no. There's, yeah, but there's got to be examples of off the world being in there. Maybe live. Maybe I'm not sure yeah. if he did it in Live Aid. Right, but I need to get on Google. If there's ever been a time in three years when I do extra googling, a like Mandela that. effect is that everyone thinks that the actual song finishes as "Of the World" when really it does not. Apparently, it does in the end credits of Mighty Ducks too. <laughs> I, I, you know what? On your facts so well there. I struggle to believe that the reason every single person thinks this is because they've stayed to the end of the end credits of I, Mighty Ducks two. Tell you but what. Apparently if, they did it live at Wembley, which is why. Uh, ah, really? I should have done more looking, but that's if, interesting. This is ever, something I've always. Sorry, go on. If ever there was a way for Mark on the final ever episode on Baffle to sh- you, it was that one right there. Yeah, Mighty Ducks. We two. did actually have any Mighty Ducks too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, well, this is something I always think about, like a, a lot of eighty songs, and this is obviously around in the eighties as well. That, like this one, obviously at least ends, but there's a lot of songs in the eighties that just slow fade out. Like, what happens when you're playing that live? Do you just like, do they just slowly fade the lights down at the same time and the sound guy is just fading it down because they've never actually had an ending to this song? Slowly backing off stage. Like, how do you end a song live that is, actually, that is a slow fade? It's a, peril for, it's a peril for a radio presenter, isn't it? It is indeed. Yeah, it's, that's where you hit the bed early. Yeah, straight Whack it up bed. loud. That's yeah. the music you talk over. Connor's dad would know that, of course. <laughs> like that, you know. Oh, yeah, we're getting on Monday. Um, uh, good Mandela effect, that. Very good. Because I actually thought the East what's, song- the re- what's the rest of that link? Oh, yeah, and on Monday, it's quarter past 12. Going for three beers, are you? Here's Mate, another song. on the roads in a moment, get on the UK number one. See you there. There you go. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I enjoy Mandela Effect, and that's one of them. Everyone thinks... And that is a very good one, because I, in all honesty as well, I always thought that the song itself, I always, of the world, was always, you know... But, yeah. And I've never seen Mighty Ducks 2, is it called? Apparently so. Neither. What is that, an animation or...? Uh, I believe it's a film about ice hockey. Right. Never seen that. Mark, give us your second fact of the show. 69% of children aged 2 to 5 can use a computer mouse or a tablet, but only a mere 11% can tie their shoelaces. <laughs> How many numbers were in just the first few lines of that? I, always, I would love right, <laughs> three numbers, four digits. Dan's face instantly. I mean, start it again. 69. I mean, at that point. There you go. That's all you had done. And Dan went. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't then. It was. And it wasn't that I, I, I can't comprehend numbers. It was just like, oh, we're in for it, aren't we now? So true, though. I told fact. you. I'm bringing him yeah, up. Yeah. So, so true, though. Because so, kids, it is crazy. I mean, we, uh, some of my friends that have had babies, they are able to use phones, understand that swiping effect so early. But then again, tying shoelaces is harder than using a mouse. Bloody hard. Like, on a computer screen, you literally move your finger... Tap it and it does what you want. Yeah, but then tying a lace, it's just the same thing. It's like repetitive. Whereas I guess when you use a mouse, you're making a decision on the screen to do a thing. Yeah. So it's, therefore, it, it's a bit more... It's also, it's like when you start thinking about, you know, kids learning things and at what point they learn stuff, they start learning technology before they actually start to learn t- tying their own shoelaces. Yeah. I was more... Yeah, I was what sh- Velcro's for, I guess. I was shoelaces. But then, you know, I'm 27. So when I was a kid, there wasn't loads of technology. I think we had like... I don't think there was actually anything like Any that. technology. No technology existed yeah. whatsoever. No, but I don't think tablets and, and touchscreen oh, right. phones. I, I think thought... the phones were like, you know, you had like snake on them at the, at the time. So why would, you know, my parents aren't going to be sticking a Nokia 338 in my face with snake on it. No. I'd be I... out playing runouts, tripping over George. I, I think... Is that the first Nokia your brain goes to? 3310. See, that's what I was expecting you to say. Yeah, I don't think the 3380 exists. I just said it. What, what, what does yours? Mine goes to the 3210. 
Yeah, I'd wish I had 32. Or the Motorola Razor Flip. Oh, yeah. See, flip, phone, me. flip phone was... Like, Good phone. That was... When that came out, that was like, oh, it's advanced. Mm. Like I remember pre-flip phone, flip phone days. Pre-flip phone. Yeah. Hard to say that. It's very hard phone. to say, yes. Um, good fact. And also one that I do strongly believe as well. I actually think probably a little bit of a problem in the world, but we're not going to go down that road. No. <laughs> sure you don't want to get any soapbox? No, yeah, we're not going to go down that road. But I think that when I have children... They're going to learn to tie their laces first. Yeah. You're not allowed. Sorry. Phone. You're not You're not allowed to play your game yet until you've tied your shoelace. Yeah. I'm not going outside. Do I don't make, care. Tie your shoelace first. I would make my kid go to the shoe rack, tie all the laces, and then they can play a little bit of, you know, Angry Birds. That would have to be Then and only then. Yeah. They what? have to tie at least five shoes. Why don't we use Velcro more? Because it's f- it looks awful. That's why. Do you? Yeah, but what I mean is that why haven't they made it look cool? Because it would save everyone so much time and effort over shoelaces. It just it can't. Because it just can't. <laughs> there is no other answer to it. Velcro isn't cool. That there little... was almost something intelligent that yeah. came out there. Because 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 That sputtering sounded a bit like his fact. Sixty-nine percent of seventy-four year old. Going twice. Going twice. Oh. I do feel like your facial reaction as well to his fact and me stuttering was very similar. So he's just he, everyone grieves in different ways. He's just it's very sad that I'm leaving. No, as I say, it wasn't that. It was more buckle yourselves in. It's coming up. Welcome to the Train Happy Podcast with me, Tally Rye. This is the podcast that helps you have a feel-good relationship with fitness, food, and body image. Each week, we'll be digging into an intuitive and inclusive approach to our health and well-being as we're joined by leading experts, friends of mine, and you to hear more about the journey of letting go of diet culture and feeling good in the skin you're in. It's a podcast for everyone, no matter what body you're in. You can find us wherever you found this podcast. Just search Train Happy wherever you get your podcasts and hit follow. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Connor, last fact of the show. 
Mark is heading out. These are his last three facts. Send him out to his crap new job with some facts. Right, so I, um, I wanted to finish with a, a really <laughs> fact that I thought Mark would probably like. It's boring. Uh, no, you didn't. You just couldn't be asked to find three decent facts. Finland is one of the strictest countries in the world when it comes to driving requirements. Drivers are required to learn basic car maintenance and must take two tests. One in summer conditions. Get it in there. Get it in. And another in winter conditions. Yeah. Love this. Such a mark. What type of car maintenance do you have to do when you pass the test? There's two tests, one in summer, one in winter. I really like this, you know? I mean, I do have a question of what type of car maintenance do they have to know? So it's basic car maintenance, which actually, all jokes aside, bloody better way of doing car tests, in my opinion, because the car maintenance side of things, quite crucial to know. There was a few times I had old cars when I was growing up and driving, but things go wrong. And the AA man's expensive, and they're probably basic things that you could get done. So a little bit of car maintenance knowledge would go a long way. So they just put the AA out of the job, straight out of the job, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just it's just basic sort of requirements of of any problems that may go wrong with the car, you know, like changing a tire, yeah. things like that. Um, and then obviously, yeah, you have you have to take two tests, one in summer, one in winter, which actually again kind of agree with because I, I can re- imagine it's very different driving well, in winter in Finland to when it is anywhere else I remember when I first passed and I went onto the M25 big motorway that runs all around London and it was chucking it down with rain and it, I drove really bad I was very scared didn't really know what to do couldn't really see and I was like I haven't really practiced this probably would have been quite good didn't do my pass plus do you remember pass plus yeah mm. I'll tell you all what, the rage when I passed my and test and there was always that one kid that done pass plus, and he was a nerd. <laughs> oh, I got 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 pass plus tonight, lad. Have they, you? They Why get, are you doing that? Why? <laughs> You've learned how to drive. You don't need it. You're this. spending more money to drive with somebody else to get. Well, I think sometimes. It, no, I didn't. You had L plates. No, P no, plates. No, I didn't. No, no, no. You had P plates. No. I on think your, on your little red uh, Citroen IQ. I think sometimes wrong on all fronts. Yeah. I think sometimes it made your insurance cheaper. Oh. Yeah, I didn't and, worry about that. And they, they took you through London. Didn't worry about that. But good. Yeah, just, you know, paid, right. the, paid the insurance monthly, direct debit, you know. Got that out. What's this? Someone's doing it. I'm, jo- I'm joking about it. I, was I, don't, know, to, I, I don't know what I you're bragging you about. The, you, you paid for insurance. I was waiting for you to do the Brentwood beer and the mum and dad beer, but you didn't do that oh, bit. No, and all no. the times when I was trying to team up to do it, he didn't do it. So it didn't work. Instead, you just like an idiot. Yeah, yeah. it was a bit too, it was too, too on the nose. Anyway, Mark, let's move on to your final. No, it's not his name. Yeah, got dance fair. And oh. mine, and mine is a literal. Oh, fact. I, I really hope that yours is so bad, Mark. It has to be bad. If it isn't bad now, we can always change it right now. Really bad, please. <laughs> I want it to be awful. So I just repeat the. Longest. I want it to be about. So like, I just repeat the longest road. Something about tarmac or something like that. It's It'd not, be great. It's not road related. Okay. My last fact is a literal fact. Right. The most expensive poo on record costs over twenty-five grand. It's a huge poo. The biggest poo they've ever found. It's in a massive 20 centimetres long, let's say inches, two inches wide, five centimetres. It's 1,300 years old. It was discovered in York while they were excavating the Viking settlement of Jorvik. And it's a massive poo, the world's largest poo. It costs 27,000 pounds. Human poo. It's fully covered by insurance. You can go and see it in the Jorvik Museum, the Jorvik Centre up in York. How do they maintain that? It's a poo fossil. Right. It was deposited by a Viking. Yeah. They were from Denmark originally. They've discovered How that. Did they know that. They discovered. Yeah. Same they, way they knew about the 1600s with the fire and the power of the gods. They discovered he lived on a diet of meat and bread. And there was also a presence of parasite eggs. So he had worms. Right. That's just a shame, really, isn't it? Massive poo. Proper log. 
So they took a sample of the poo and had a little look. No, I'd assume so. I've had that done before. It was low in iron. <laughs> Have you ever had a poo bigger than, would you say, 20 centimetres? No, that's ridiculous. How big's twenty centimeters? I mean, it's, well, a ruler's thirty. I don't have a ruler on. Yeah, me, but you so, know, so in school you'd have a thirty centimeter ruler. Big, yeah, probably about that big. Yeah, it's a big poo. Yeah, that's a head. Just of a under lot. a foot in it, so I'll take my foot. It's about I don't know that how big. he's. I don't know how he's. Uh, probably got, about that big. I don't know how he's got that out without doing the breaking that you always do. Sometimes I break mine up into like three pieces. A little clencher. Yeah, right, and you just sort of a little sphincter clencher. Do that little finish. How do they know it's one singular poo? Well, you could tell, can't you? Oh, he didn't put his hands together. How do they like know kids didn't have many toys? And just That's actually a good idea. I could break the record for the longest poo. Just get all my poos and put them together. Just push them together. Where are you going to keep out. your poos? Well, we should get them out of the bowl. Done. Let's put them into like a washing up bucket. Problem is with so, the IBS, my consistency is hard. It's all over the show, right? Yeah. You need a hard bit. We're talking one of them might be <clears throat> thick and stodgy. And the other one is just... Might be like tear gas. Exactly. Right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you, dear listener, for uh, staying with oh, us. Oh, he's got an aux cable. Right. <laughs> Three years worth of Baffled so far has all led to this moment, the moment you have been dreaming of. The black cloud. What's the, he got the, planned? The, the scourge. <laughs> the scourge of all joy is leaving. Mark, what's your last fact of the show? The scourge of all joy. Painted him. Not my words. Bit, you know, let's be a bit not. But it's such a big part of this whole that thing. Was a, that and was on a review. Scourge of all joy uh, is it, leaving. It was, on, it was on a review. Right. It was on a review. I'm, re- I'm, reading, I'm, reading, I'm reading a review. Okay. Sure, we're what, about you. What's your last fact of the show? The lion roars in The Lion King weren't actual lion roars. Has to be Disney, doesn't it? Had to be Disney. Give it to me. Um, so, do you want to have a guess what they were made from? Drink it in. Roar! Uh, no. Uh, so, some were a combination of tiger and bear recording. <laughs> uh, but, have, have a listen to this one and tell me what you think is making this noise. That's a pig, surely. That's a human. It is a bloke called Frank Welkler who basically just roared into a trash can. <laughs> and that makes up most of the roars on The Lion King. Frank Welkler to finish. My favourite bit of that was, oh my God, the lions aren't really making the roars. What are? Like tigers and another animal. We that one. Bears and other animals. This is that, but then also majority of them came from this guy. It's good. Frank <laughs> Welkler. It's good. It's a good war as well, that. that must, I mean, his throat, uh, all of it, nightmare. You know what they could have done to save themselves a lot of money with him? Just come to the old poo palace when you're having a little bout of the old IBS. Yeah. Stick a microphone in there. All day long. Connor, what are you doing? I'm connecting my shit together to I'm make the world's longest poo. Yeah, yeah. How much did he get paid for that? Not enough. Not enough for the clear talents that he has. Yeah, clear talents. He's got a metal bin and he just roared into that to make it sound more impressive. No royalties on the old wars. That's what I would have done. Got the contracts in there. Big old franchise, Lion King. Mark, thank you very much. This is the end. Anything? This is Have you got any, any words to share? No, thanks. Hold thank you very much to you two. Down yeah. to ten. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. It's time to go, mate. I, I want right. to hear what he's, he's about to compliment you. Oh, f- Oh, just okay. saying thank you very much to, to you two thank you to everyone who's, who's listened over the three years are you reading this up have you written no, this no I haven't written no I'm still looking at this I just don't want to look at Connor no, it's, it's going to make me laugh my mum my dad um, my wonderful come partner. on no, 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 please yeah no
I've I've had a I've had a I've had a I've had a fun old time. Highlight? I have highlight. Um, Not sending the badges. Do you know what my highlight yeah, is? Yeah, I found all the badges in my drawer today. You are brilliant. Um, do you know what my highlight is? Paul Chowdhury. Yeah. Anyway, go on. Yeah, he was good. That was a joy. Um, no, it's been a pleasure. It's been wonderful. I will keep listening. Eve, oh, well, let's be honest. Once I'm gone, it's going to be useless. No, I'm looking forward to what you two do with it. I will be listening as a fan. But oh. Thank you to you and to everyone who worked on it and. Um, and everyone who listened. Do you, know, do, you know, do you know what he's going on to do? What? He's making a new COVID variant. <laughs> Shh, no one's been to that. <laughs> That's what he's doing. Is he? Yeah. Right. No, thanks, Be amazed mate. how much the government will pay for I, I have to say thank you, mate. You've been great. Really have been great. And it sounds thanks. sarcastic, but I'm joking. I, I mean, all, it did. <laughs> all jokes aside, mate, you've been a valuable part and you've been good fun. I've enjoyed it. Your facts? Useless. I mean, they're depressing. But you, great. We needed the admin skills. Yeah. But we needed that, didn't we? Thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of Baffled. Let me just like... He's not saying anything. No, nice. no, he's being good. No, that? Apply. Excuse me, you say something well, we're nice. Not, him, no like, one yeah. cares. Yeah. We're, no one cares. We're not having three people... Oh, oh, Go on then, end the podcast. You know, what I should, you know what I should have done when you made your speech? Done a, done a Will Smith. What? Um, topical joke. <laughs> do we need to do a walk? It's only a year old. Do no, I just want to keep you updated. So here's what's happening. Uh, Connor and I are, are, are going to carry on and we, we will uh, get a new co-host and we're going to have a great old time. We, we've got a few ideas for the quest for the new co-host that I mm. think you'll really enjoy listening to. So Baffled isn't really changing. It's still Baffled. Amazing facts that are complete nonsense. We're going to share stuff that we learn with you every week and it'll just be me and Connor chatting without Mark here for a little while. Thank you very much. Make sure you follow and tell everyone you know. We'll find some new badges and we'll see you next week. Say goodbye, Mark. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Connor. (laughs) Goodbye, mate. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824.